Welcome back to another season of the UK Virtual School Podcast with me, Sid, the founder of the first online school that dares to be different. If you've heard season one, you'll know that this podcast is for families who home educate and for those looking for an alternative to the current educational system. Now, if you did miss season one, I highly recommend that you go back and have a sneak peek because there are some real gems from that season. I discussed my journey through education in episode one. Episode six is super popular and useful if you're looking at GCSE exams. I even interviewed the teacher that lives in a van in episode number eight. In this season, season two, we've got some brand new interviews with teachers, students and parents from UK Virtual School. UK Virtual School is now in its second year. Join us on a movement to disrupt education as we continue to create an innovative, inclusive and fulfilling alternative for the children who will become the change makers and leaders of tomorrow. Welcome back guys to another amazing season of the UK Virtual School podcast. Welcome to another episode of the UK Virtual School podcast. Full-time schooling to UK virtual school, why I preferred learning from home. So in this episode, I am having a chat with Yukasti, who joined UK virtual school in September 2021. So Yukasti attended full-time school before COVID, and then she really enjoyed learning from home during lockdown. And as a result, she wanted to learn from home, but she agreed to go back for a term. After the first week in September, uh, Yukasti and her family decided that she would rather be home educated and that's when they came across UK Virtual School. And I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong Yukasti, that you found this school yourself and you presented it to your mum. So in today's episode we're going to be talking about the pros and cons to homeschooling, the pros and cons to going into school, because I think your mum was telling me that you wrote an essay to present to her to explain what you preferred and why it was a rational decision that you were making. So we're going to have a chat and find out how you're finding it, because it's been a term now, you've been with us for three months, how you found the process and whether it is what you uh, thought it was. So first of all, Yukasti, welcome. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm good. So you are in year nine with us, right? Yeah. So do you want to go back to what school was like during lockdown for you? And what made you think that you didn't really want to go back, but you still decided to give it a turn? I enjoyed just being at home and having a lot of time by myself and sort of learning, not just alone, but still having the support, but being able to like decide when to do stuff. I think we still gave it um, another term just to try it again to see even if after lockdown my ideas would have changed about school. And so what happened then? So you only went in for a week? Yeah, and then we found the school. Uh, so tell me that process where you were searching for online schools, because there are a few. What made you pick this particular one? We knew someone who also went here from like just a friend, and then we looked into it more and found that it was good and we preferred that one than the others. What was in your essay? Because I haven't seen this essay and your mum's mentioned it to me. What were the pros and cons to going and learning in a school environment to being home educated and learning online? I think I've written a few over a couple of years. It was, I think, mainly 
the learning would be different, but I think I preferred an online way of learning. The less stress, I wrote that a lot and told her like the benefits of that. Also, one of the cons was socialising, but I think we figured that out now. You just prefer, what is it about online learning that you prefer? What makes you feel like there's more learning happening or you feel like you learn more from online learning? What is it? Well, we get a lot done in each lesson and since there's fewer people, if you don't understand something, you can say something or otherwise if you don't say anything, then you can't really do anything. So then it's easier to get help and it's not as awkward when you ask for help. And did you find that in a class of maybe 30 kids that that made it a little bit more daunting to put your hand up? Yeah, because you could just hide in the back and not know anything, but then... It's better that you actually say something. Do you think you can get away with uh, not being involved at UK Virtual School? No. (laughs) So was your perception of what online schooling was going to be like the same as what it turned out to be with us? Not really. Well, I didn't really think of an online school first since we didn't know much about that. We just thought it would be homeschooling and that I'd sort of teach myself or my parents would help. But that didn't really work for us. So I think once we found an like online actual school, then I couldn't think about it for too long of how it would be. What's kind of surprised you or has made you go, oh, this works really well, or mm, I'm not so sure about this? I'm not quite sure. I think because obviously it all changed, but the classes were a lot a big surprise for how small they had got and just sort of how close it was, but then how much free time. I didn't realise I'd have that much time to do what I wanted and I preferred that. So you thought that the online school would have like maybe 30 faces on a screen and you'd still have the ability to kind of hide or not have your camera switched on, right? And you could just hide in the background and just get on with it. And so your classes are quite small in nature. Like they only go up to a maximum of 10. I think they're already maybe seven, eight, some of them are. How are you finding that? Are you finding that you're still able to ask questions and take part and to have that one-to-one time where you can ask teachers questions? I think since I've gotten so used to the people in my class that it's not as like embarrassing to like put your hand up and ask for something. So it's definitely a lot easier. Do you still feel that sense of embarrassment in the class? Not that much, but usually like if I don't understand something, maybe one or two other people will. This is a difference coming from a teacher perspective because it's something that we've talked about a lot that we feel that all the kids that are with us are there to learn. So it's a slightly different mindset, right? Where in a school environment, there are some kids that just don't want to be there. Majority of them just don't want to be there because it's a long day. And then because of that, they start messing about and you lose a lot of time in a class. And I know that from being a teacher myself. What's the difference in terms of mindset, do you think, between our students and typically what you would find in a state school or a general school, secondary school? Yeah, I think you don't go off track as much or there's not as many like interference. You can sort of get on with it. Yeah, it's a lot easier. So tell me about your favourite subjects. What was your favourite subject when you used to be at school? I like English a lot because I've always liked writing. And I think art as well. And what about now? Which subjects do you like studying? Biology and chemistry. They have been surprisingly fun. Oh, Hannah's great, right? What's been the um, most unusual backdrop that she's had? Because I know she travels a lot. So has there been anywhere where she's been like, oh, I'm here right now? (laughs) Oh, you've seen like a cow in the background or something? She was once sitting outside. It was just like really green. And then she mentioned one time about she was in a really dusty place and then like, she said about all the dust getting in and she sort of links that 
into the lesson. The one thing that you've been passionate about that we introduce is art and we're looking into potentially getting some teachers in in the next few months to start that. You've done a beautiful backdrop that we use for our Halloween. Tell me about that. Tell me like what programs you use, how long it took you, like where does that passion and desire come from? Did you learn quite young? Did you go to a course? Like where did that come from? I've never really done a course or anything. I think my sister got really into art, so I saw her doing that a lot. And then if I'm looking at something, it can quite easily replicate it. But I think I started using an app on my iPad, which was free and like pretty simple. And then I created some cool things and then I got Procreate. So now I'm doing more stuff. And then I think you inspired our graphic designer. You took the characters and you made them into like Halloween costumes. And then Sherry, who's our graphic designer, has also done similar. So did you see it on like the announcement that went out? Like there were some characters and I can see that she's taken some inspiration from what you did. So you did amazing work there. Is that something that you want to pursue? Is that something that you want to go into later on? I think mainly animation. Oh, really? I think that would be super cool, right? Yeah. So in terms of putting a portfolio together, are you working on getting some materials together, creating a portfolio? Have you started doing that yet? We're looking for um, courses to help with that. Yeah, I am putting some stuff together. Have you tried uh, stop motion? No, not yet. Get some like Play-Doh and then create like little characters. You could do like UK virtual school characters and we could use it as part of a, a little trailer, right? That'd be super cool. You've started taking part in Youth Council. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that and what the visions are with Youth Council and how you think that's going to evolve over time? I think it's really interesting that the school's new. So then the Youth Council, like whatever ideas they have, you can make it into something since you're so much more that you could like do with the school. But I've always sort of done something like youth council I did it in primary and in secondary and it's just fun to sort of get involved or like show your ideas to the school and where do you think it's going to evolve to because we're right at the beginning and seeing as you've got experience with previous youth councils what direction do you think we're going to head off to I think that it could get quite big like if you get everybody's opinion on it and like add more like lessons and stuff like clubs and stuff. Uh, so what do you think about the assemblies then? I think they're really cool because you can see people from the other years that you would have never seen because usually you're walking around a school and you can see everyone and then sort of seeing like an insight to where they live and sort of how they do their school is quite interesting. And uh, we've had an okay turnout. I know it's really early for some people because uh, they don't usually start lessons later, but we've had a good turnout at the assemblies and just going around and seeing where they're at. Like I think the first one we checked in what they had for breakfast and the second one we talked about what character they would want to dress up because it was Halloween. This one that's coming up next, we're going to have the theme of light. Did you read that on the announcement? Are you going to do some baking? This was one of the suggestions you guys came up with, right? To have a baking themed assembly <laughs> so is that something that you're going to take part in i think i'm going to ask my sister to make something so she's very good at cooking that's cheating <laughs> i'll make a poster for it then. oh i like that and then we could probably use that poster if you want us to in our marketing and things so how are you finding it overall like are you happy that you decided to be home educated yeah i went to a birthday party last week with people from my older school. And it was so weird just how much had happened. 
and how much I'd learned and how much I think I changed and got louder at home because I think I wasn't as shy. So you built your confidence over that period of time. And it's weird because you would think sat at home behind a screen, you're not going to have a chance to build that confidence, but you feel more secure with yourself, don't you? I've gone a bit daring since uh, lockdown because I've been literally indoors for 18 months over lockdown. I didn't meet anyone. And now that I've started doing things outside the house, like I'm still not socialising. But for Halloween, I dressed up as a... And you saw me on the on, on the assembly, right? Like I dressed up as Skeleton. But I left the house like that. Pre-COVID, I would never have done that. <laughs> I would not have had the guts to do that. And it's interesting how being behind a screen just gives you this confidence boost that you never had before. And I don't know how to explain it. You've probably felt the same, but you don't know how to put it into words. Because it's hard to explain, right? Right. So what other changes have you noticed in you? On Sundays, I'm not as nervous. Because usually when we're having dinner or watching something before we go to bed, I can't really like concentrate. I'm sort of freaking out about the next day. But I've had more time on Sunday not freaking out now, which is good. Are you finding that your classmates are very warm and friendly and open to having discussions? Because I know you're taking part in youth council as well, so you get to see some of them there as well. How are you finding the other students? Interesting, because I think we've got someone from the Philippines in our class, so that's sort of interesting to see people from around the world. They're good, aren't they? All the students are good. They're very proactive in their learning. I'm going to make you pick a favourite teacher. Who's your favourite teacher? I think it just, the subject depends, because if I don't like the subject, then I don't prefer the teacher than other subjects. Is there a particular subject you don't like at the moment? Maths can get very confusing, but I think it's not as confusing as it was before. And physics is pretty confusing. And I'm covering that as well at the moment, right? (laughs) And it is tough because we're looking at concepts which are really difficult to understand. And I remember when I was a student, I didn't get it the first time or the second time or the third time. And it wasn't until I really left uni having studied physics and then I started teaching. I looked back at the stuff and I was like, I don't think I understood that the first time because I still don't understand it. So it is really abstract. I find physics, is, even though it's applied, it's a very abstract way of looking at the world. While biology is completely on the other side of the spectrum of science and it's very factual, right? You can see the stuff, you can feel it, you can kind of explore it with physics. You can do things to understand the abstract concept, but it's not as tangible as, say, biology and chemistry are in the same sort of way. So yeah, I completely get that. I guess if you're finding maths challenging, then physics is going to be a bit because it's all to do with numbers at the moment as well. (laughs) But in terms of the actual learning, are you finding that the lessons you're getting a lot done? I don't think you're having as many hours as you were before, but do you feel like you're doing more work or the same amount or less work? I think a lot more work. And I was really... (laughs) I was looking through my book and I realised that we'd done so much and I understood most of it. That's good, right? Because you can go through a whole term in school and not really understand anything. Because I've been there and then you come to exams and you're like, looking at it for the first time ever. (laughs) So what do you think you've learnt during this term that's going to help you with term two? And if you've got someone new coming to UK virtual school, what would be your tips like, what do you think you maybe you didn't do properly the first time? Like, maybe you weren't organised enough or you didn't get your homeworks done on the same day. Like, what would be your tips and what have you learnt from 
your first term? I kept leaving like the English homework to the last minute, but we had to write it out. So then just a couple of minutes before the lesson, I'd sort of be writing it out very fast. So I think be a bit more organised with that because the homework does come out a couple of days after. So then I sort of forget about it until the day before. One is getting homework done earlier. What's other things that you've learned? When you don't understand something, actually ask. I don't hope that you'll understand later because then you're just going to not understand for the rest of the lessons. And the topics build on each other as well, right? So if you're missing one piece of the jigsaw, you don't know how the other jigsaws fit in. And it's really difficult. Um, And what would be your best advice for students in how they ask? Like, do you recommend that they verbally ask or they put it in chat or they message the teacher after? Like, what's your advice? I think that if you're just about to do the questions and you've just been over and you don't want to say anything, I've sent it in the chat. So then no one really knows who's asked. But then you could also be like something, helping someone else out if they didn't remember. But I think either's useful. And then the chat, you've got the option of sending it privately to the teacher or sending it to everyone so everyone can see the question. And then maybe someone else can answer it as well. So there's multiple different options there. Do you recommend that the students take part in Youth Council? Yeah, I think sort of take part in anything that you could sort of get the most out of it. And what have you got out of Youth Council so far? I've seen people people from different years and that's been interesting it's sort of a way that you can give your ideas but then see everybody else's ideas and just have a conversation which is nice yeah and I think the the main focus has been shifted to gaming at the moment because there's a lot of them interested in gaming and hopefully once we get a few more students in then there might be other discussions happening as well so for those people that are listening uh, so far we've just talked about the structure of UK virtual school But in terms of our recruitment process, we usually get the kids involved in picking teachers that they feel are better suited to UK virtual school. So they'll go through different levels of recruitment. And then the final recruitment process is a lesson that they teach and the kids decide whether we should keep them or not. That was the first time you took part in a lesson interview. How did you find it, Yukasti, and what was it that you picked up on while doing that interview? I found it really interesting because you could sort of see the teachers and get a feel for them before they um, come. Was it very telling, like, what, how are they going to be like? Or did you find that they're nervous? It's difficult, isn't it, when they're doing an interview lesson because there's so many different variables playing and they're being observed <laughs> and they've got new kids and they've got nerves, right? So... How did you find the process? I think they they didn't look that nervous and I think they hit it quite well if they were. But I don't think you could ever really understand how they'd be in a lesson until they're actually properly teaching one. So I think that's a good stage to have in an interview. Have you taken part in anything like that before in your previous schools? I heard at my school they were doing tours, but I think that's all they ever did with new teachers. And that's before they go through the recruitment process, right? But the students don't really get a say in whether you keep a teacher or not. (laughs) So do you think that's a good thing to have? Yeah, because I guess a teacher would never know how a kid would see or how they would understand something. And I found it really interesting because everyone points of views and perspectives from the lessons that they watched were different. And we had a good discussion after about what their thoughts were. And I always find it really insightful because Rafe would have told you this loads of times that he was the one that did a lesson interview for Aaron. <laughs> and so he's like, Aaron, Mr. Aaron, I got you the job. <laughs> he's, he's never going to let him forget that. But I think it's nice. Even our primary kids, 
they interviewed Andrew Mackey and they picked her over someone else. They love her now. They have her as a teacher. And so I think it's nice for them to be involved. Even if you've just been with us for a term, you know what the feeling is like of our teachers. Because even though they teach differently, there's a consistent feeling, right? How would you describe that? What's the consistent thread that runs through UK virtual school, do you think? Well, they're definitely different to like teachers you'd have at a physical school. They're not as strict then, but I don't really know how to describe that. You sort of just know. There's an energy difference, right? It's like they're a different breed of teacher. <laughs> Even though most of them have just have worked in schools before, but they obviously were attracted to what we're doing at UK Virtual School and they want to do something different. And I think that's the beauty of like standing apart because we're not trying to replicate traditional schooling. Do you get that impression? Or do you find that we are very similar to traditional schools? I don't really see how you could be because it's online. But I think there are a lot of differences that do set them apart. But besides the obvious being online, what are the other differences that you think really work? Sort of letting you decide how much work you want to do and like for the homework how much you want to get done of it and if you want to do it. So then it's sort of putting it in your hands so then you get more independent and it sort of feels like you're in charge of it and when you go to a lesson it's like you want to be here, not you have to be here. So do you feel that the homework is optional? Unless you have to send it, but <laughs> it still technically is. Because uh, a lot of teachers will run through the homework at the beginning and so if you've not really had a good look at it beforehand that you're going to struggle to follow that lesson, right? But it's interesting that you say that that's how you perceive it. The motivation is on you to do it then, right? Yeah, it does make you want to do it because you don't have to do it. But when you do it, you feel more accomplished. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what? where do you see the next couple of years? Do you see yourself staying with UK Virtual School? Do you see us offering more subjects? And what, where do you think we're going to go in the next few years? I think definitely as like more people come for the next uh, years you'll have a lot more subjects opportunities to have but I don't really know what's going to happen. Is it exciting that you're going to be involved in shaping that because you're part of the youth council and your opinions and ideas are taken on board do you find that exciting? Yeah so then like in a couple years when if uh, when I left and then I could say that I made that part. What about in terms of like in the youth council we've spoken about the students being a lot more involved in things like social media, in things like creating a magazine or a newspaper or a podcast, and they're going to be doing a podcast. What do you think will be a big hit with the rest of the school from those initial ideas? Because we've only had two weeks of youth council so far. So from those initial ideas, and we've had loads so far, <laughs> what do you think is going to be a big hit? I think a magazine might be bigger or the podcast as well do you see yourself being as a graphic designer yeah that'd be super cool right and then you can add that to your portfolio but you're you're happy that you made the decision to come to uk virtual school yeah do you feel as exhausted as you normally would in school i have got a lot more energy it's not great for my parents but <laughs> i think the the week off at the end of the month helps right yeah it definitely does. It helps you rejuvenate. Cool. Thank you so much, Yukasti, for taking part. So you guys have been listening into the UK Virtual School podcast. It's been Yukasti from Year 9, a student from UK Virtual School, who's been talking about her transition to UK Virtual School and what she has enjoyed with us so far. And it's been her first term. So I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening in to the UK Virtual School podcast. We hope you took lots of value from this podcast. And if you did, please remember to like and subscribe and to share what you've learned with other families. Now, if you want to find out more about UK Virtual School, go to our website, ukvirtualschool.co.uk. Or you can join our page or Facebook group, UK Virtual School. We hope that your home education journey is an exciting one. And if you're right at the beginning of starting out, do reach out to us and ask us for support. If you're considering joining us, why not book a Zoom meeting with me so we can explore and discuss options for your family. I'm Sid, you've been listening into the UK Virtual School podcast and I'll see you next time.